Did you vote? I don't vote. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I don't it, complain either, though. Yeah, I don't yeah. complain about politics. Yeah. Well, you? what was funny is, um, you know, I looked at at because it, you only vote for your party, right? I'm a, I'm a registered Democrat, so yeah. I looked at them. I said, you know, I don't like, and they do have that category of none of the above, none of these candidates, none of these candidates. And yeah. for that, I said, you know, they have for for governor. I said these two are fighting at each other. Both of them saying, I'm a progressive. I said, no, neither one of you are. You're both shitbirds, in in my opinion. So none of the above. Yeah. None of these candidates. And I did the same with Jackie Rosen for for senator. And it was funny is that I forget how many candidates there were. There were five or six. And there might have been one that was on. There, but I just didn't get enough information. Yes. Even in the in the guide that they sent out to make to make an uh, I'm not going to vote for somebody indiscriminately. So so Jackie Rosen won, which we all expected. Yes. But number two was. None of these candidates was seven percent. Yes. So yeah, and and I'm I'm still very impressed with Nevada as it regards that that particular uh, section of voting. Uh, uh, good for them. Yeah. Because uh, I I always felt um, uh, that 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 was unfair to the voter to jam them up. You should be able to skip that, but still vote yeah. on the fact that I don't like any of these people. Yeah, and they did have one of the one of the races. They didn't offer that option, and yeah. I said no. So they said you skipped this one. Right. And I said I know, but right. you know. Yeah, it's uh um uh, you know I, th- there was there's an individual running for governor, uh, Sisolak. Yeah. And um, he was involved in 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 a in a terrible affair with a good friend of mine. Yes, uh, I know what that is—the tower. Yes, the tower, the giant the giant penis, um, and uh, it, it was uh, uh, it was a terrible terrible situation. Thousands of dollars later, uh, and and it was absolutely because of of Sisolak. And uh, I, I you know unfortunately I think he's. Um, uh, he has so much money available to him that that he'll progress in some fashion. Uh, but th- now, did you did you vote? Did you uh, vote in the, the the gubernatorial vote? Did you? Did yeah, you? that was another none of these candidates. You did. Yeah. 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 Okay. Because I'm not impressed with either one. <laughs> and there were a few others, like I said, I, but you know, I didn't get enough information, and and yeah. I never saw their names before, so it isn't like I could have even. Checked online or something. I mean, oh. they might have been in the in the book that they sent out. Yeah. But but they didn't have any blurb about why you should vote for me. And you know, again, their, their political ads that we that they that they subjected everybody to locally. Right. Was um, they don't seem to get it in some ways. You know, when when I I recorded some TV shows long time ago, and I, and I get around to watching them maybe six months, eight months later. And I remember seeing this was before before the presidential election. Right. So I saw a lot of old political ads during the show, and these were Hillary Clinton, and almost every one of them featured Donald Trump. Yes. Why I shouldn't vote for him because he's an asshole. Yes. Well, okay, <laughs> fine. Yeah, I get that. But why should I vote for you then? And and you know the old adage: there's no such thing as bad publicity. And you know, Sisolak uh, and Chris G did the same thing. In every one of his ads, you saw her, and or the ones that I saw. In the ads for her, I saw him saying, "Oh, what what a, what a douchebag this guy is." Right. Yeah, I know that. But but that sh- doesn't mean that you know the uh, that by default, then I should vote for you because you're a lesser of the two evils. Eh, sorry, that doesn't work for me. None of these candidates. Okay. Yeah, and you know, people don't realize that, that you know we've made the comment about Nevada, Las Vegas specifically, that um, we're we are very few years away, you know, uh, uh, ahead of you know you and I riding horses through the town. I mean, yeah. th- this is a good old boy. 
shit kicking kind of town. Now, how we ended up being a red state, I mean, yeah, I do understand why we were a red state uh, because of the money that flows through here. But um, uh, yeah, you know, and and uh, it's uh, the 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 attack ads in here probably are no better or worse than any other city or state, uh, but they are surprisingly bad. And, and and luckily now, because I've I've become a, a strictly a streaming uh, entertainment content watcher, uh, I get rid of those. I I can't even say other than a nasty radio ad uh, that I saw any any ads no, at all. You're lucky, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, uh, uh, I did see something very interesting. I watched on Netflix. Uh, that you mentioned, uh, uh, Trump. I watched on Netflix the final year. It was a documentary done by the director of Manhunter. Oh, all right. Uh, and it was about the Obama administration final years, uh, looking relatively specifically at their foreign affairs. Uh, but it was the the uh, the last year and the sort of inauspicious way every administration packs up a box and leaves. I mean, it's, it's amazing at the end. But the most stark reality I, I saw in that documentary was um, uh, when they were getting together. All the women, the Secretary of State, uh, the the UN representative, all the the the, the Gloria Steinem, uh, and all of the major major politically aware women and powerful women got together in this one room to watch what they assumed was going to be a steamroller of of uh, of Clinton. And it was amazing to watch them and the sheer significant dejection on their faces. I, I, I'd never seen that before. And uh, I wonder, you know, uh, how many people were like that? How many rooms in the, in the country were where their heads hung low? You know, I, I know it was um, it was the lesser of two evils or maybe the greater of two evils. I don't know. Uh, but uh, if you get a chance, watch that. It's oh, yeah, wow. very interesting. Uh, but uh, welcome, everybody, to the Pod Bay door. Uh, I am with uh, I, as I opened the door, I saw Big John Thorpe. Here I am. As I am always pleased to see. Uh, our new sponsor this month is TBM Electric, a great ele- uh, uh, local electric company. Unfortunately, no hot checks. Uh, no, no. They, they, unless they electrocute themselves. Yeah, yeah. They, they need to know what they're doing there, and, and I don't think the hot part is, is necessary. Uh, but TBM Electric, uh, uh, commercial residential electric, uh, uh, I absolutely uh, use them myself. Uh, fantastic company, so check them out. It's actually TBM Electric Las Vegas. Dot com. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, it's uh, it's uh, the Pod Bay Door LV at, at uh, gmail.com. Again, it's the Pod Bay Door LV at gmail.com. Uh, send us anything and everything you want, good, bad, or indifferent. We love to, and we answer everything. And uh, I have some good news for you, John. Oh, that's good. Hashtag Cranky John. Hash? Yes. Hashtag, yes, oh. hash. Hashtag Cranky John yes. has, has caught a hold. It started. Good. I have I have used it myself. We have uh, listeners and fans that have used it in communications with me. Uh, but uh, Cranky John is out there. It has a life. I should put it on my business card. Yes, that's right. <laughs> uh, but uh, please, everybody, uh, uh, if you're if you're if you're tweet, uh, get those Cranky Johns in there. We'd love to see that. Um, but w- I was I was wrestling. Uh, John, with uh, the subject matter for what we were going to talk about today, uh, uh, always trying to find something new uh, in the world that, that somehow affects Vegas uh, or Nevada. And uh, I received again from Twitter, uh, Mark from Brisbane, Queensland, mm. uh, a, a fantastic fan of ours. And, and I have to uh, say what a, uh, how appreciative I am for that. Uh, uh, but he, he had uh, an interesting question. And the, the way he put it, you know what, John, let me, 
I'm going to read it right off of Twitter here. Hold on here. Um, He said, in what way did the Venetian hotel, Mm -hmm. uh, resort hotel, change the strip for the positive? We hear a lot of negative talk about issues you had to deal with while working. So I'd love to hear your views during your tenure there. Hashtag Cranky John. All right. Love that. Um, what did the, the the Venetian, how did it contribute to positively to um, to the Strip, Las Vegas? Uh, it didn't. Good night. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding, Mark. Um, you know what? I wrote some notes down. Uh, John, jump in uh, when you can. Uh, but the number one thing, yes, of course it did. And I, 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 I and, you know, the Venetian, we talk about its corporate influences, which is unavoidable. Yeah. It's a business. Yeah, and that pretty much was, I mean, what we experienced, we would have experienced at the Bellagio, the Mandalay Absolutely. Bay, the Paris, anywhere else. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and so that, that aside, we all, you know, we, we, we have to accept that everything here in Las Vegas has to make money. Las Vegas has to, uh, we are uh, superlative in making money. Uh, penny slots all the way up to the VIPs. Um, but um, the Venetian, I think, marked a point along with, like John said, the Bellagio, uh, that where the facade of Vegas changed, we know it, it no longer was just this this big box casino where you walked in and you played, you had fun, you had a buffet, and you and you went back home. Uh, hopefully, you know you pushed and you know went home with the even amount of money. Mm. But the Venetian changed things, in in my opinion, and I think for the better, regardless of of what it represents as far as a business. Uh, number one, I said, the architecture and the respect uh, uh, of this architecture for the historical significance of the iconic buildings of Venice. Yeah. yeah, in fact, I remember Adelson had even hired a historian for that. He did. So that those those paintings on the ceiling, even though they're they're replicas of of um, other uh, famous Renaissance works of art, some of those are are not as well known. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that the marble used actually came out of the same uh, marble quarry as the Doge Palace. Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, there, as John mentioned, a couple things right there. Doge Palace, uh, Campanile Tower, uh, uh, the uh, Bridge of Sighs. Bridge now, of Sighs was it, yeah. I have to say, I, I, as being a very fortunate traveler myself, I, have, I was just in Venice uh, a, a few months ago. And um, the Venetian... Oh, to coin a term of today, kind of nailed it for one simple reason as far as it regards architecture and the historical parts. Um, It's all in one it's all there. Yeah. You look to your left, there's the tower. You look to your right, and there's there's the the Doge Palace. And you yeah. go around the corner, there's the Bridge of Sighs. Right. And then there's the canal and the Grand Canal shops. And uh, you know, whereas in Venice, you ha- there's this deluge of people, uh, uh, all walks of life, half of whom are trying to sell you something. Uh, and and so it, it, you're knocking heads with people. You're trying to enjoy the reality of what you're seeing. And and I I have to say that it's more breathtaking than the facade of the Venetian, but the Venetian offers everything right there for the guests to see, and uh, that's I would say that's the number one thing in my opinion that it added is it added the appeal, curb appeal, you know to to steal a term from the from real estate you could go to the Venetian not not spend a dime don't eat don't gamble don't see a show, uh, don't do anything. And have enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, if only for the visual nature of it. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I think there was that there was that period of time started with the Bellagio, which I think opened like in the fall of 98, because mm-hmm. we opened the Venetian in May of 99, early May, like May 5th, something like that. Um, and that was followed by the Paris, the Mandalay Bay, and the Aladdin, mm-hmm. uh, pretty much in, in short order like yes. that. So there was that new wave there. And what it ushered in as, you know, they were the first hotels. The Venetian, I think, was the first, and Bla- or the Bellagio, but, but they were both five-star hotels. And we hadn't had that in Las Vegas. We had big hotels. They were splashy. They were bright. Um, you know, you got a basic room. I remember even in 99, paying $35 for a room at the Stardust. No, it was clean, and it had a bed in it and a shower and a place to park your suitcase. But, but the idea was to get you out of the room. And the Venetian right. and the Bellagio then, and particularly the Venetian with an all-suite hotel, was you don't have to leave your room. Right. But you're still going to have to try to find ways to squeeze money out of you. Yes. You know, so the Venetian did that. Um, and they were, they were really aiming to get a five-star rating, and, which is really difficult for a hotel of that size. Yes. Because oftentimes as things scale up, the quality goes down. And mm-hmm. I really don't think it was worth the five stars just because I knew that you know, we had a, at that time over 3,000 rooms. Um, but you know, we didn't have a buffet and that was the reason we, the Venetian didn't have the buffet was because Adelson had said that, well, no, no hotel that has a buffet ever got five star, star ratings. So we're not going to have one. Mm. Bellagio has a buffet and they got a five star. Rating. They did. They did. Uh, you know, and I know there, there, there are several, uh, uh organizations that rate hotels. Condé Nast, of course, you know, yeah. the, the famous magazine, traveling magazine. Uh, and now, uh, you know, there are stars, there are diamonds, you know, and, and you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, the, the Adelson, uh, Sheldon Adelson, um, demanded if you will you know to to, to his goal was to make that uh much like andy garcia in uh, one of the oceans 13 i think it was oceans 13 uh, that was his goal he had to have that or or uh or let's see who was it maybe no it wasn't andy garcia it was one one of the the casino bosses that he that was his goal is to have that uh but um now the other thing is that i think the venetian does well and we've talked about the bellagio offering this um uh, as well uh the, the i think the venetian really does again with its with its ambiance with its architecture with with just the the the, uh, the energetic feel of it within inside and out it it does celebrate uh, you know performance and art yeah. uh, one of the things i enjoyed although i and in speaking to the characters they didn't enjoy it it was it was a difficult job to do uh but the venetian had um uh for lack of a better term they had uh, traveling minstrels yeah they had acrobats and and song stylists and uh and they would put on many operettas within the grand canal shops um uh, and uh honestly yeah, the human statue he's still there the human statue is still there he's actually yeah. one of the better ones i've ever seen yeah, yeah he's uh really yeah and uh they had all of these characters and it really led to the overall feeling of the Venetian as it regarded it, it, its its uh, attempts at, at comparing itself to actual Venice. Because in Venice, they don't have people singing and dancing and things yeah. that are actually, uh, you know, th- th- well, they have street performers uh, that aren't quite as good as, as you would like them to be. Uh, but I loved it. I actually, I never got tired of that. I thought that was a, a, an excellent thing to do. And every time they would uh, get relatively close to the to our uh, to our working area, um, uh, I would stop and enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the third thing is more of a technical thing. Um, and uh, uh, it sounds like I'm running for office, but the jobs creation. Uh, you know, like John said, uh, the... Um, 
uh, 3,000 rooms when we started. I think there's over eight now. Yeah, if you include the Palazzo. Yeah, if you can include the multiple towers. The jobs creation is is fantastic. I mean, uh, you know, for as as negative as we speak about it as the in the corporate atmosphere, when they open and when they expand, they offer a tremendous number of jobs to the individuals out there, of all sizes and, and, and types of jobs. Um, you know, a, a lot of them are taking up you know housekeeping and culinary and things of that nature, uh, still while battling against the the unions. But yeah. Um, uh, they tried to unionize. Well, well, there there was talk of unionizing concierge. Really? Yeah. No. Oh. Uh, and uh, th- there were whispers of it when you and I were there. Yeah. Um, and um, uh, I just I probably would have voted against it. Uh, at the time, but now I guess there's even more. Uh, but I I find that strange because. Uh, um, the concierge's desks of old aren't the same. It's just companies selling tickets now. Yeah. You know, yeah. They're just hawking show tickets and, and, and trying to get you into whatever. I don't know why they would want to unionize. But um, uh, they it creates a, 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 a lot of jobs. A lot yeah. of jobs. Yeah. Um, now, going back to what John, uh, you said, uh, I don't think, even when they said it, I don't think the Venetian had the biggest suite I think that was an embellishment. Yeah. Uh, however, they had great rooms. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you walked in. The the it continued with the the marble steps. It yeah. actually had a step down living room. It had a step down living room. Yeah. Uh, you know, all the uh, accents and accoutrement. Uh, they were they were well done. Uh, 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 you know, uh, conversely, <laughs> something that is extremely plain. Uh, if anybody, uh, the, the builder grade, if anybody has ever purchased a house, you, you know what that term means. But builder grade, uh, South Point, in my, I, I, I've stepped it off and they have mm. a bigger room. Really? Nowhere near as nice. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't think it you would know, be. You know, but it really, dep- it goes back to what you said, John. When you come here, do you really want to stay in your room? Yeah. Uh, the Venetian, if you want to stay in your room, it's damn nice. Yeah, 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 and of course, part part of it for the Venetian who they were catering to were was the were the convention crowd because they had the Sands Expo mm-hmm. attached to it. So the idea was you stay in the room, you have the expo there, and then the other thing that the Bellagio Venetian really ushered in um, was this whole uh, you know era and and of of the. Um, celebrity chefs in the high-end restaurants it used to be you know las vegas i mean yeah sure you had a couple of really nice places mm-hmm. but very often i mean and and you know the, the the buffets were often mocked right you see that in movies all the time you know right. have some of the blue or some of the green <laughs> um you can play basketball with the with the lobster t- leftover lobster tail because it's basically just rubber <laughs> you know what do you expect well you get what you pay for right That's 4.95 right. whatever um but no then all of a sudden you had emerald and then you had Wolfgang Puck. Yeah, they were there, but then, then it really took off, you know. So so you had those. You, you had you had several other mm-hmm. uh, big you Charlie Charlie Palmer, and you had Ariel over at the Mandalay Bay with the wine wall. Yes. So it became something that even if you didn't go in the restaurant to look at the wine wall and watch somebody scale it to get a bottle of wine that was, you know, 150 feet off the ground. They're they're they've reinstituted. Well, uh, they're they're sort of rebranding that. Uh, but and the wine angels, they're called wine angels, right? And uh, the they're at Ariol at uh, Mandalay Bay, and and the wine angels, uh, you order a bottle of wine, and they 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 sort of, it's not a bungee, but it looks like a bungee that takes her yeah. up there and gets yeah. the wine. Uh, but uh, the whole advertising campaign has come out uh, with the wine angels. That's funny you mentioned that. Um, now the number one thing I say that the Venetian has done, uh, and they didn't know they did it, 
back in the day when they, when you and I worked there. Uh, but they, now it's, it's, it's a huge factor in my opinion. You have the corporate giant, Caesars Harris. You got MGM Resorts International. Yeah. You have, uh, you have Boyd. You have stations. And all vying for your dollar, but all charging you more resort fees. Yeah. And parking and everything else. The Venetian doesn't charge for parking. Yes, that's right. They still don't do that. They still don't do that. Yeah. Uh, Just the old school ones, you know, Tropicana doesn't. Now, that could be because retrofitting the the Venetian built it, I think, built itself into a corner. I mean, they've used every square foot. Yeah. And I think putting the parking uh, uh, structures in that they need to for charging people is too difficult, maybe even too expensive to do um, and and would be a loss anyway. Uh, But uh, no parking charges. Yeah, good, that's nice. Good yeah. on the Venetian. Yeah, yeah. And also they have the shops, right? So so locals, yes. I think the shop owners would be really upset. I mean, if you go to a mall, you don't pay for parking. Yeah, and, true. You know, and, and yeah, for the Venetian, you could park at the mall. Yes. Uh, fashion show mall and go across the street. I mean, if you're just going to look at it, not if you're staying there. but. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I have to mention I was recently at uh, Planet Hollywood. I was I was doing something for uh, um, I was uh, working had an assignment for Junior Achievement. I'm not I'm not hugely uh, aware of uh, a lot of charities for my company, but I was working for them. Uh, and uh, I have to give uh, I have to pay dues to uh, to Planet Hollywood. They don't charge either. Oh, good for them. Yes, I yeah. rolled right into that. I thought for sure that I had read somewhere yeah. that they started. What's but. funny about Planet Hollywood is when you walk through their shops, every now and then you'll you'll run into a place where you realize that they haven't made over the old Aladdin. Yes. Right? It's still the it's still whatever they used to call those shops, the bazaar. De- desert the, Passage. Desert Passage. Desert yeah, passage, yeah. You say, wait, yes. wait, wait a minute. This kind of looks has a desert theme to it. Oh yeah, that's yes. right. They haven't. Yes. But so, Mark, I hope that answered your question. Uh, anybody else that, uh, that that was asking that, uh, John and I are 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 not completely jaded. Yeah. Uh, almost John's closer yeah yeah but uh, no we there 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 are some fantastic um, factors uh, about the Venetian and uh, most of the casinos I mean I've talked about my favorite Caesars which uh, I'm sure like John said we could have worked at Caesars we could have worked at Bellagio it would all have been the same uh, it's a little dejecting uh, the corporate atmosphere uh, but it doesn't take away from the fact that they they have beautiful facilities um, now John we have a question and this came from Facebook, uh, Stefan Lars. I don't know if that's one big name or two names, but I'm going to go with two. Stefan Lars, uh, John, uh, did you ever travel with a, a VIP during your stint uh, as concierge? Hashtag Cranky John. No, I never. <laughs> I never ventured out the door with with any with any guest. No, no. Now we had a, we had a colleague who one time, out of the goodness of her heart. Uh, there was somebody at the at the hotel that did have a heart. I mean, it was still had one left. <laughs> anyway, and that was Carrie. And and somebody had they ran out of money, and they had to get to the airport. And of course, we don't have any shuttles, mm. so she drove them. She said, what, what, "When is your flight?" And she got them in their car, and she drove them to the airport after work. Yes. Um, you know, there were things that I did for guests. We had a guy who left his eyeglasses at the, one of the golf courses. It was a Japanese guest. Mm-hmm. And the golf course was in my end of town. 
so where I live, so I went out there and I picked up the guy's glasses for him. Oh, okay. um, but as far as traveling with with anybody, no, because again, also we dealt mo- most with the rank and file guests, not not too often. That's with the true. VIPs. That's true. VIPs yeah. usually went to a different department. True VIPs went to a different yeah. department. Um, but uh, you know, I thought about that. And um, much like you, John, I did a lot of, um, I tried to be as courteous as I could and helpful because the Lord knows I, I would want the same. Uh, I, I mailed, I had to have mailed back 10 cell phones. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, luckily we had a, a mail department within the Venetian. We had almost everything inside the Venetian. Yeah. Uh, so that, that wasn't too difficult, but it mailed cell phones. Um, uh, I mailed a hearing aid, mm. uh, which I thought was funny because I, I, I thought you could get those like, contacts you know you could, it was i thought you could get that in the mail just disposable but yeah, I, I guess yeah. it was a very important hearing aid. so i mailed that back um uh the, probably the most important thing i did uh the i mailed back through the venetian was a walker it was uh it, it was a, a wheeled oh, yeah. walker with the seat mm. and i don't know how in the world she left it uh, actually, no. You know what? She didn't leave it. It was the bell, the bell captain. It, it got misplaced and yeah, shoved in yeah. a corner, and and ultimately. But yeah, I, I assisted in, in getting that mailed back at, all the way to New York. Uh, but did I travel? I I, uh, I I did travel with a couple of VIPs, but not very far. I um, I traveled to in the limousine. They wanted. They want. They didn't speak English very well. They spoke Spanish, and my Spanish was passable uh, to get them to the Welcome Las Vegas sign. So I drove in a limousine with them to Las Welcome Las Vegas sign to, to, to take photographs. Uh, and several times I, I went with non-English speaking Spanish, uh, uh, speaking people to Maverick helicopters, yeah. um, and took them down there to make sure that they got on the right chopper. Um, and the other direction uh, I actually went downtown. Um, I made mention to a VIP from from the United States that my my wife worked at uh, the the uh, the, the horseshoe, horseshoe. Yeah. and uh, that was enough for them to bring me along to to tell them the history of the horseshoe, and that's all I did all the way down. Uh, I, I talked about the history of the horseshoe and my wife's experiences and so on and so forth, and then and dropped them off and came back. Wow. <laughs> I, I was like a I was like a tour bus driver. Well, you know, I had another designation besides being the resort concierge. If you yes. remember, we got a letter that was addressed to the mayor of the Venetian. <laughs> yeah, and I got that because it was written from a woman in Japan. Yes, and she said to the mayor of the Venetian, and mm. then there was kind of this this kind of crazy English that I read very easily because I'd lived there for so long, and um, she had left a necklace somewhere in one of the shops. She bought it and then let it left it behind or something. Yeah. and based on the description, I thought, well, she couldn't quite remember the name of the store, so I went up there and I, and I looked for it. She, she included $20 in the envelope. So, um, so I looked for it and I, and I asked around, and, but, but we couldn't find it. So, uh, but she did mention to me that she had been a former Miss Osaka. Oh, my. Yes. So I would have loved to have had a picture. Yes. But I didn't get that. But anyhow, I was able to fax back to her. Back to, uh, fax. We didn't even use email back then. Yes. Uh, a letter just saying, you know, I'm sorry I checked all these stores, but unfortunately your necklace was not not found. Well, that's a hell of a resume point. Mayor of, of the Venetian. Mayor of the Venetian. Outstanding. What is mayor in Japanese? Do you remember? Well, no. 
Oh, I'll I put you on the spot, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had to think about that. I think they just say mayor. Is it just mayor? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Daitorio is president. Dai means high. Uh-huh. So Daitorio is president. Okay. I don't yeah. remember that. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you were you were strapped with a lot of our uh, our, our Japanese guests. Yeah. But, uh, you were so good with them. I, I, I and, and that was it. I mean, I had to get Viagra for them. Yeah. Um, um, the brothels. Most yeah. of the if I made a reservation or called the brothel or arranged for something to go out to to Mabel's Whorehouse or the yeah. Cherry Patch. Yeah. It was it was usually for Japanese guests. Like I said, I, I had the, the the doctor. I had to translate for the doctor once. A woman had shingles. Uh-huh. <laughs> and and I had to stand there and, and, and kind of explain that what it was, you know, and and, right. and uh, wow, yeah, we had I had that, uh, you know, yeah. you see, John, all these all these weenies that come in, you know, from uh, the the United States to Las Vegas and think they're wild, yeah, uh, need to need to have more stories from you regarding the Japanese guests, yeah, yeah. I even had I had a guy yeah. who was a gynecologist Japanese, and he wanted to know where the porn store was at. I thought, a porn store, come on, you don't see enough of that at work. <laughs> you know so yeah okay i told him and he was like this you know you look at him right. like 70 years old or something like that yeah yeah we had some wild ones yeah you know and and it was funny because they were they, they weren't like out of control crazy hollywood you know throw lamps against the windows wild they were just matter of fact yeah i want to see the porn store yeah i i, I want to speak to the mayor and talk to him talk to him about shingles you know yeah, i mean yeah it was just it just amazes me how culturally uh, how different they are and they're they're unaffected by what what is a is a, a controversial question most of the yeah, time to yeah. us but uh, and there you were well i was surprised even you know when i went before i worked in the hotel and i would bring my college students for some of them right we would have these homestays so i'd be the chaperone on the homestay yeah. and kind of guiding them through them now these are girls that are most of them are 18 19 years old some are 20 and you know we'd be in the store and they'd say you know would you show me where the where the sanitary napkins are mm-hmm. oh well they're they're down that aisle well which one should I get they I mean they they would just ask me yeah and I thought well I thought maybe they'd be embarrassed I thought well I was the one feeling I said well, gee I don't know you know because I don't use them yeah but I can get you somebody to help you and I and I would get the lady where I said you know the, the girls here are looking for that I don't know what what it is that they yeah you know they want so, well, yeah they them it's just like it's just a and yet, it, it really shouldn't be a big deal. No, it just, shouldn't. Be. Just words, yeah. you know. I mean, it's just. <laughs> but I have. To, I, I do have to laugh that you you got you, you got the good ones. Yeah. I got the I got the customer service things. I I would I would get uh, I would get the role. The, well, uh, anybody that didn't want to deal with a mad guest uh, would uh, they would come and get me. You know, and uh, you aside, you, you were you were very diplomatic. Uh, I was I was uh, surgically diplomatic. I, you know, they I would I would calm them down, and they would walk away from the desk, normally receiving nothing, and were ha- mm. just happy as a clam. Uh, but uh, don't kid yourself, folks. Uh, Las Vegas is not not uh, the the city of hopes and dreams. Uh, people people are, are are mad here, and and anytime you travel. Uh, the concierge is the first place people go to solve problems, and that's what we were. We were problem solvers, uh, but sometimes the problems are no, they're unsolvable. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm we good. would inherit them, and and uh, but I, I never forget, you know, a, a cranky John. 
running down the marble hallways of the Venetian uh, uh, in, in, in assistance to some guest. I was trying to escape, I think. Yeah, I think yeah, and they, they'd come and get you with the, with the rascals. With the yeah, the yeah. Net, net and the rascal. Uh, but, uh, uh, well, thanks, Mark. I hope we answered your question, Mark, and thank you so much um, uh, for everybody that's listening, especially out there in Queensland. Uh, if you have any more questions, our email is thepodbaydoorlv at gmail.com. Again, it's thepodbaydoorlv at gmail.com. Thank you again to our uh, sponsor for this month, TBM Electric, uh, uh, for local and West Coast electric, residential, and commercial. Uh, they are a fantastic company. It's tbmelectriclasvegas.com. Uh, John, thank you. Well, thank you. And we will keep that hashtag going. Good. Uh, Cranky John, everybody. Hashtag Cranky John. Slip those in there whenever you're uh, tweeting. Uh, but for John, this is Jamie. We will see you next week. Thanks to everyone listening and watching. You can catch the Pod Bay Door on the Podbean app or any of your favorite podcast apps, including iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher Radio. You can watch the show on our YouTube channel at the Pod Bay Door Podcast. Please download, like, and subscribe. Our social connectivity screen is coming up. Check in with us on Facebook, Twitter, and WordPress. The Pod Bay Door is closed and... Talent is out. Hey, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning into the show. We would love to hear your show suggestions and comments. If you're watching on our YouTube channel, please click to subscribe. You can also connect with us on Facebook using at PBD Podcast, on Twitter using at TPBD Podcast, and on WordPress at thepodbaydoor.wordpress.com.